0: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Coming on just a little bit earlier today, because I was having a little bit of difficulty with going live, so I just want to make sure I'm actually, it's actually showing up. So let me see. All right, great, I do see it. Let me change the setting. So welcome again. Come in, come on in. Welcome this morning. Join me now. Me make sure we can hear. Sound is okay. A little bit of a check. Okay, great. sound is working perfect. So good morning. Come on in. We can get started in just a moment. I know it's early, but
0: last week
1: it wouldn't let me in. It wouldn't let me go live. So. For those that are coming in live, I'm giving you time to come on in, please, when you come in, make sure you share. Good morning. Uh, also, those that will be listening to the replay or on Amazon, um, you know, we just had to kind of get it going so I could get started. So I am grateful this morning. I'm grateful this morning. Come on in. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I'm excited about today and just what um, what God has for us on this day. So just give me about two more minutes and we're going to get started because I know I came in early, but like I said, I want to make sure I can get in and get live. Um, my music playing in the background, if you can hear it, it's actually um, something I had a psalmist create for me. I should remember his name. I'm so sorry. Uh he does a lot of stuff. He's got some beautiful music on YouTube. Um I'm gonna put his information in the link after I come off. But just it's some good soaking music. It's some good praying music. And I had him to create me this piece. It's an hour-long piece. Sometimes I just pray to it, sometimes I go to sleep to it. Um, sometimes I use it at church when it's prayer time because it just takes me in to the presence of the Lord. All right, so we're going right, to get started again. Thank you for joining me this morning. And we are finishing up our lesson that we we started on uh, the reformer. And so even for next month, we're going to have a part two of the reform. It's just going to be a little bit different. I guess God is really trying to give us this message that he needs us to be in this position and place of change. Right. And so today's lesson. Give me a minute, I'm trying to get there, is about the encouraging reformer. And so we talked about how we these attributes have to be built in us. And so one of the things that needs to be a part of who we are, we need to be encouraged. So again, um give my intro. I am Apostle Dr. Jewel Williams. I'm one of the lead pastor abundant life worship center here in Chicago. We're located at 7701 South Exchange, and we would love for you to be our guest any Sunday we start service at 9.30. So let me go right into the scripture. So I'm reading for you 2 Chronicles 32 verses 1 through 6. And I'm reading from the English Standard Standard Version. And it says, after these things and these acts of faithfulness, seren- ser- I always messes his name, Serechonim, king of Assyria, came and invaded Judah and encamped against the fortified cities, thinking to win them for himself. And when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come and intended to fight against Jerusalem, he planned with his officers and his mighty men to stop the water of the springs that were outside the city, and they helped him. A great many people were gathered and they stopped all of the springs and the brooks that flowed through the land saying, why should the king of Assyria come and find much water? He said to work resolutely and build up all the walls that were broken down and raised towers upon it. And outside it, he built another wall and he strengthened the Milo in the city of David. He also made weapons and shields in abundance. And he said, combat commanders over the people and gathered them together to him in the square at the gate of the city and spoke encouraging to them saying, so I'm going to stop right there. What's the points that I want to bring out today? First of all, A reformer encourages the people by providing strategy for them. So it's more than just us giving somebody a good feel message, right? We got to give strategy. This is not just for the leader, the pastor, the preacher. This is for any of us, even in your business. Let me use your business as an example part of your being a reformer in your business is you're going to bring about strategies that are going to actually help people. Because if you're just, you know, doing something to get money, then you really are not in a position to be called a reformer because a reformer is somebody to bring change. Maybe your change, like with Bethany, maybe your change is to show how people, how to better take care of their hair. But guess what you're doing? You're going to provide strategies for them. It's same in the way of us spiritually. God is saying, I am calling for my encouragement and my reformers to encourage the people by providing strategies for them. You know, I am sick and tired, and I know many of you, I'm sick and tired of the 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 messages that go forth that's just, you can name it, claim it, snatch it, grab it. Everything is yours. You could be a millionaire, but nobody ever tells me how to get there. Uh, yeah, I could pay you and, and to teach me, but guess what? You're the one becoming a millionaire because you're the one getting the money. You're not really giving any value. And so we have to be a place of pe- a people, rather That are saying, I'm going to make sure that I give some value with what I do. I give some value with what I say. I'm going to give you some strategies. And so, one of the ways that, that that Hezekiah in this scripture made plans, it made a. Uh, strategy he made plans with his leaders if you look at the scripture it said that he made plans with the leaders and again what they began to do something they we need to give strategies and then be willing to walk with people as they live out those strategies uh we need to be willing to say okay these are the strategies, these are the plans, let's do it. And it starts from the head down. So he worked with his leaders first. So you can't expect the people to follow what the leaders aren't doing. Come on somebody. So if we want, what again, even if you have a company, if your people, your employees, if those that your managers, if they are not, Following the strategies and preparing the strategies, guess what's going to happen? The employees ain't going to want to do it either. They're like, why should I do it? You're not doing it. We have to then become examples. This is no longer the time of do what I say and not do what I do. This is a season of do what I say because this is what I'm doing. And then you can see the results. So a reformer, as a reformer, he made plans with his leader. It said he cut off water to the enemy. You know what? I thought about that a little bit. I said, now, why would you cut off water? In the natural, you need water to stay hydrated and refreshed. You're in the heat of a battle or you're trying to fight. You need to be able to be refreshed. Uh, Hezekiah said, I'm not going to provide refreshment to my enemies. Don't you know that you and I have to be in a sense that part of our reformation and being reformers and making sure that we encourage one another is we got to tell we got to be willing to tell somebody don't be refreshing your enemy. You hear what I said? That's a good one. Let me say that again. Stop refreshing your enemy. How am I refreshing my enemy? Sometimes if you refreshing your enemy by reminding yourself of the same thoughts, rethinking and going over in your head again and again, the same thing, that's what you're doing. You're watering it. You're watering the wrong things. God is saying it's time for us to shift out and shut off the water to our enemies so that our enemies are not being able to get refreshed. So stop refreshing those, those memories. Stop refreshing the those behaviors, stop refreshing those things that would get you in a place that are, uh, that are contrary to what God has called you to be. So as an encourager, a reformer who encourages, you got to be willing to cut the water off for your enemy. It also says he was determined. We saw he was determined to secure the land. Remember, we talked about he was resilient, undeterred. See, here in this scripture second Chronicles 32 1 and 6 we see he said he began to he he dealt with the leaders he said he began to gather the people and they helped him to cut off the waters. We you and I have to make sure we are allowing our people those that we lead those that we work with those that are in our in the relationship with we got to sometimes teach him how to go and cut off cut off the water to the enemy. And then he said he set to work res, res, resolutely See, that meant he was undeterred. He was determined. I'm going to make sure every broken place, every tower that needs to um, be built be built up, every wall that was broken be built up, I'm going to build it. I'm going to strengthen it. As a reformer, you got to make it up in your mind. I got to make it up in my mind. Whatever the assignment is, I'm going to stay on the wall. I'm going to continue to build. I'm going to be resolute about it. I'm not going to be wishy-washy. I'm not going to be okay today and, and, and it's too much tomorrow. No, I'm going to make up in my mind that this is what I've been called to do, so I'm going to do it consistently. Why? Because I got to cut off some waters so my enemy cannot uh, uh prosper in my land. Think about it. The enemy trying to come into they place. Uh, you ain't coming up in my house and being refreshed to, 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 to kill me. I'm just that we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And God is saying this is the season we have to make sure that we're not refreshing our enemy in our own house, we're not refreshing our enemy to continue to uh, uh be able to discourage us and to do things against us. And so he was determined, and he was resolute and secure in securing the land. And then it talks about, I'm here to go into this next scripture. He said he spoke encouragingly to them. Let's look at this next piece of the same scripture. So this is what this scripture says. Amen. Amen. Second Chronicles uh, thirty two seven and eight said, "Be and be strong." and courageous. Do not be afraid or dismayed before the king of Assyria and all the hordes that is with him, for there are more with us than with him. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people took confidence from the word of Hezekiah, king of Judah. Let me tell you something right there, right there. First of all, he began to give message. So a reformer speak words to encourage the people. So let me, let's break down what his message was. His message was be strong. He said, be strong. When you Let's just break that down. Be. What does be mean? To remain, to exist, to live. You and I have to make it up in our mind that we're going to remain in a certain place. We're going to exist. We're going to make our livelihood where we live to be in a certain place. Where is that place that we're going to remain? Where is that place we're going to exist and live? We're going to live in a place of strength. We're going to be strong. Why? Strong means tough or resilient. We're going to remain tough, resilient. We're going to live tough, resilient. We're going to exist tough or resilient. And then he says, so we're going to be strong. The message today for you is be strong, be strong, be strong. Somebody write, be strong. We need to be strong. That means you and I have to make it up our that We're going to remain in this place of strength and resilience, not because of what we can do, but because of who God is. So we're going to be strong. That's the first message that this reformer encouraged people is be strong. The second part of the message is be encouraged. Be encouraged. Again, what is be? Remain exist live we're going to live in a place where we are bold blessings to you we're going to live in a place where we are bold or fearless so the message then is from the reformer that's speaking encouraging words to you today is be courageous remain exist live in a place of fearlessness live in a place of bold uh, uh behavior bold expectation so yes be in be uh, be courageous right be courageous because that's the other part of your message is be courageous see you and i have got to stop letting fear make us back up uh-uh. God is saying, I need you to be. Remain. So f- if fear makes us back up, that means we're not being. We're not existing. We're not remaining in the same place. You and I must remain in the same place. You almost got to look at it like there's an X on the ground. I'm standing in the spot God has for me. So I got to remain here. So even when stuff trying to come push me off, man, we play the game where people used to try to push you off your square. No, no. You're not pushing me off my square. I'm staying fearlessly, boldly right here on my square. Only time I'm going to remove from this spot is when the Lord, tell me to move to the next spot. So he was reminding him, be strong, but also be courageous. And then the next part of the maze is don't be afraid uh, to be afraid. Don't be anxious. Don't be anxious about a thing. Don't be anxious. He said, don't be afraid or dismay. dismayed, means intimidated. So guess what? You and I must remain in a place where we're not anxious or intimidated. What do we get? What can we get intimidated by? Well, we're going to read a little bit more description. The enemy tried to taunt them and intimidate them and to make them feel like thank you, Pastor uh, Gamble, to make them feel like, oh, you your God ain't going to show up. You and I must be. We must be about it. We must remain in a place where we are strong, where we tough and resilient. We must remain in a place where we are courageous, we're bold and fearless. We must remain in a place where we are not anxious or intimidated. Why? Because God did not bring us and give us a place, a, a, a spirit of fear. And, and and guess what else it said? It said, because guess what it said don't be afraid because this is what you're coming up against the, the king of assyria and all his horde a horde is a whole bunch the king and all of his cronies are coming against you he said but let me remind you of something he said let me remind you of something he said yes it may be the king and all his people he said but they only coming with the arm of flesh they just coming with an arm of flesh. And this this arm cannot box with God. Come on, somebody. He said, so they just coming with an arm of flesh, but with us. Uh-uh. God is with us. He is the one that's going to fight our battle. He is the one that's going to fight for us. And it says what when you and I are willing to be reformers that are willing to give people the encouragement, giving them the message to be strong, giving them the message to be courageous, giving them the message to be unafraid. Then guess what happened? The people can take confidence from His word, because and the people took confidence from the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. See, God is trying to send us some words of encouragement today to say, "Look, I know that the hordes may be around you i know that the enemy may be coming strong but he only coming with a human arm i'm coming with the full force of heaven to help you come on somebody come on somebody ain't this little fleshly arm cannot cannot box with god hallelujah 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 it's a good tea It's this good tea second chronicles 32 9 through 12 says after this seneca S- Sennacherib, king of Assyria, who was besieging Lachish, with all his forces, y'all. Please, I will be messing up his name. Please forgive me. Sent his service to Jerusalem to Hezekiah, king of Judah, and to all the people of Judah, who were in Jerusalem, saying, "Thus says Sennacherib, king of Assyria: On what? Oh, excuse me. On what are you trusting that you endure the siege in Jerusalem? Hmm. Is not Hezekiah misleading you?" that he may give you over to die by famine and by thirst when he tells you the Lord our God will deliver us from the hand of the king of Assyria? Has not this same Hezekiah taken away his high places and his altars and commanded Judah and Jerusalem before one altar he shall worship and on it shall burn your sacrifices? Come on, see, a reformer must encourage others to stand even in the face of the assault of the enemy. So that whole encouragement that Uh, hezekiah gave them he gave them as a as a, a, a a warning like a pre pre warning to what was about to come sometimes god will give us that forewarning that that encouragement beforehand he'll tell us whether it's in his word a message a prophecy he'll tell you be encouraged he'll tell you this is what my plan is for your life and then when the thing hit we become oh lord why have you forsaken me go back he said go back and remember the encouragement that i gave you that encouragement was to help you stand in the face of the assault of your enemy because guess what the enemy will try to make uh, the the encourager the reformer he will try to make you out of a liar what did verse 11 say he said is not hezekiah misleading you that he may give you over to die by famine and by by thirst. He's saying so. So he gonna call you a liar. Don't you know when you are doing the work of the Lord, the enemy is always ready to make what your declarations are to make somebody believe you lying. The, to make somebody believe oh you was that was just a you know pastor just gave you that feel-good message it really didn't have no way to it yes it did it was the Word of God it was the truth of God and it was an encouragement for you to hold on to not in the good not just the good times because it made you feel good when you heard it but it was for this season and for this time for the assault of the enemy I just want to encourage somebody you might have to go back you might have to go back and rehearse in your own memory some of the things that God has already promised you what are the encouragement he already gave you he told you to be strong he told you that he was with you he told you not to be afraid he told you uh that 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 to be strong and courageous he told you all of that why because he was saying i got you he he even said look the arm of the enemy is not stronger than i got so this is what you got to depend on when the enemy tries to taunt you in your face Uh, the enemy will also lie about your intent in verse 12 he said Isn't this the same Hezekiah that taken away his, and he's talking about God, taking away God's high places and his altars and commanded Judah and Jerusalem before one little, he almost, I can almost see like one little puny altar, you shall worship and on it you shall burn your sacrifice. See, the enemy will try to take what is truth and turn it around and lie about your intent. The truth is God said them ain't, them wasn't God's altars. Come on, somebody. See, those altars that he tore down were not God's altars. It was not God's altar. It was not God's altar. Thank you, Jesus. Come on in, Miss Jarlene. It was not God's altar. And since they wasn't God's altar, it didn't matter if they was everywhere because they had them on every hill and all kind of places. See, sometimes the enemy wants you to think and believe that your your strip coming because you got all these false places all over the place come on some because you got friends here you got stuff there you got stuff there so that's what's going to protect you no no no. you better go to that one altar ah, that one true altar that is the lord's and you better and go before him and sacrifice yourself uh give of yourself why because that is how you are going to get the victory and the enemy wants to lie about not only the intent of god but he wants to lie about the intent of god's servants come on somebody Come on, somebody, come on, somebody. And and, and so we see this taunting, but can I also just just take a moment, if you will, and think back about the scripture, this is only the enemy talking hezekiah hasn't said nothing uh the people haven't said nothing sometimes the enemy of your soul just got you gotta let him talk his own self into some trouble did you hear what i said oh lord jesus thank you because i did had some folks come at me from all kind of angles now jewel jewel denise uh-huh that's my middle name jewel denise williams not apostle jewel not pastor jewel not prophet jewel jewel denise Not even Dr. Jewel. Jewel, Denise, was ready to hit them in the throat. uh, I was ready to take them out, right? But that was me. God said, no, daughter, because I've already given you the encouragement. Part of how you have to show up as a reformer uh, to give encouragement because others are looking at how you stand in the midst of your fight. And if you fighting in the flesh, then guess what's going to happen? Then you are either they they they're going to lose confidence in you or you are basically told them it's OK to fight in the flesh. He said, no, you got to stand and show up and do as I say do. So when you show up the way I said, that, he told me, don't say nothing let them say whatever they want to say because soon and very soon what happened to this key is what's going to happen to them so he says sometimes you just got to have what i call the hush anointing close your mouth let the enemy do all the talking he uh, he or she want to do because guess what god ain't done hey come on somebody god ain't done okay let me let me keep going god ain't done whoo is this blessing you is this blessing you Second Chronicles 13, verse 13 through 19 says, uh uh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Somebody put down that have the hush anointing. Sometimes we need the hush anointing. We just need to be quiet and let God fight for us. Second Chronicles 30, 32 verses 13 through 19 says, Do you not know what I and my fathers have done to all the people of other lands? This still the enemy talking smack. Were the gods of the nations of those lands at all able to deliver their lands out of my hands? Ha, this is what this is, this is what the king is saying. He's like, No, no, no. Don't you know who I am? No, they gods couldn't deliver. Who among all the gods of those nations that my fathers devoted to destruction were able to deliver his people from my hand? That that your God that your God should be able to deliver you from my hand. Now, therefore. Do not let Hezekiah deceive you or mislead you in this fashion, and do not believe him. For no god of any nation or kingdom has been able to deliver his people from my hand or from the hand of my fathers. How much less will your god deliver you out of my hand? Come on, uh huh. He's just talking all this kind of smack. And his servant said, still, and his servant. So the king, he talk a smack. Now here come his hordes. Here come his little min- minions. They talk a smack. He said, and his servant said, still more against the Lord God and against his servant Hezekiah and look he didn't stop and he wrote letters to to cast contempt on the Lord the God of Israel and to speak against him saying like the gods of the nations of the lands who have not delivered their people from my hand so the God of Hezekiah will not deliver his people from my hand and they shouted shouted it with a loud voice in the language of judah to the people of jerusalem who were on the all to on the wall to frighten and terrify them in order that they might take the city and they spoke of the god of jerusalem as they spoke of the gods of the people of the earth which are at the works of men's hand Whoo all right it's a whole bunch of stuff in there let me just let me tell y'all
0: with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Come on, Michelle. That's right. Let's just hush right now. So a reformer must stand in the face of battle to encourage the people. Hezekiah still ain't saying nothing. How many of us can can hold on to the hush anointing because see they just they didn't stop they didn't stop they didn't stop they didn't stop you know how sometimes you hope like you know someone come against you be like okay i ain't say nothing, lord maybe they'll leave me alone no 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 then they'll send somebody else then you be like okay lord this is all right they, they, then they writing letters they emailing you they they, they facebooking you they they you part of their status they doing that little that little subtle talk about you without really saying your name you know they do that kind of crazy stuff they inbox you they do all that foolishness but let me tell you what what the lord said so first of all god is saying reformer encourage through the boast of the enemy so even though the enemy will come and boast and say ain't nobody been able to stand against me i'm who i am i'm better than you whatever you saying encourage in spite of go but i'm going to I'm going to be strong i'm meaning i'm going to stand in this strength i'm not going to i'm not going to bow down i'm not going to relent i'm going to stand and i am going to make sure that regardless as to what happened i don't be i don't relent i stand in position and i stand in place so you can bring your attacks but i ain't moving you can bring your garbage but i ain't going nowhere you can say whatever you want to say I ain't going nowhere because guess what? I don't got to fight for myself. Come on, somebody. He said, and encourage through the lies of the enemy. Uh-huh, because see, he just was like, um, he was saying all kinds of stuff. He was like, you know, don't believe Hezekiah. Uh, because, you know, Hezekiah, he's deceiving you. He's misleading you. Uh, you know, how many times people will tell you, I've had folks say that, you know, you're not a good pastor. You're not a good this. You're not a good that you, you, you're devouring the people. I'm like, where? show me where that is. Where am I devouring the people? The pit of hell is lying. I ain't devouring God's people. And, and, and I told my husband this one time ago, I said, people don't want to be part of my story. And it's not that I'm preaching at nobody against nobody, but the Lord will use everything that I go through as a teaching moment. If you don't want to be part of my story, stop trying to write yourself in. If you don't write yourself on the page, you can't be incorporated into my story. That's that's so that's how that's how you don't become part of my story. If you stop you stop coming in trying to write your name on the page because you're gonna write it one way, God is gonna, gonna slant it a whole different way. Okay, I'm gonna keep moving. So they he said you know they he told Hezekiah trying to deceive you. He's trying to mislead you God said as a reformer you and I must make the decision that we Stand strong no matter what comes against us, no matter what they do, we have to say, no, I am not moving, because this is what the Lord has told me to do. I'm going to stand and be who all God said. That's right. Then it says, You got to encourage through even the attacks on your name. Again, they was like, you know, Hezekiah ain't this, Hezekiah ain't that. Uh, God is saying, look, I like the fact that it really, when you read this letter these attacks weren't really against Hezekiah. They were really against God. That is how you and I must encourage ourselves. As a reformer, we must start to look at things different. When somebody come against me, first of all, let's look at it this way. Did you decide to send you No. Now, if you did, that's a whole nother nother teaching. But did God send you? If the answer is yes. Did God give you that business? If the answer is yes. Did God tell you to start that ministry, preach that message, be this, that? If God is the one that called you, then when the attacks come, they're not really against you. They're really against what God said about you. And since they're about what God said about you, God says, I take it personal. So you and I have to be as reformer. We have to realize those attacks that have come against us, They ain't really about me. They ain't really. They not really about me. What do I mean? The enemy, if he can stop you, he feel like he can stop God in that position. Selah. Think about that for a minute. So he tries to stop you because he trying to stop God's mission through you. So you don't stop. You be strong. You keep standing because God is not going to let you fail he's just not going to let you fail you keep standing you keep moving you keep being who he called you to be and he's going to make sure that you get because see the enemy even when he attacks god is saying i want you to be encouraged through whatever attacks come Uh, they come through letters like i said words taunting uh why you start that little church you over there in that storefront church it ain't gonna be no bigger than than this that and the other okay All right. I had people say, ain't nobody going to help me. And, you know, and for years I realized these word curses were were spoken on me. The Lord broke them. And then the Lord had to show me that place, Jewel, you're not going to eat from that table. What they said about you was not for you. You don't have to go and sit and eat at that table. You eat at my table you eat at my table you be encouraged by what i say not by the lies and the taunts of the enemy come on somebody whoo so so we as reformers we have to stand in the face of battle and stay encouraged why because it's somebody else we gonna have to encourage hallelujah hallelujah okay 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 now this is a uh okay second chronicles 32 20 and 23 says then hezekiah The king of the king and Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos, prayed because of this and cried to heaven. And the Lord sent an angel, come on, who cut off all the mighty warriors and commanders and officers in the camp of the king of Assyria. So he returned with shame of face to his own land. And when he came into the house of his God, little g some of his own sons struck him down there with the sword so the lord saved hezekiah and the inhabitants of jerusalem from the land of Sennacherim, king of assyria and from the hands of all his enemies and he provided for them on every side oh i like that on every side come on and many brought gifts to the lord to jerusalem and precious things to hezekiah king of judah so that he was exalted in the sight of all nations from that time onward come on reformers encourage by your stand Uh uh-huh reformers encouraged by their stand do you know when you stand through the hardships through the attacks through the lies through the manipulation to the 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 rejection abandonment when you stand when i stand when you stand when we stand god will be able to encourage others because they will be able to see what victory looked like when we stand for him see if we try to go do it ourselves we jack it up and people don't really get to see the hand of God. But but I want to encourage you like this scripture encourages. Uh, part of the way you go stand, you need to be encouraged by your prayer and you need to be encouraged to pray. Because see, this is the first time we see Hezekiah uh, begin to speak. So guess what? We got the king and the prophet. For me, that says this. When you see the enemy coming against you, you and I need to go get another reformer. We need to go get somebody else here, somebody that speaks to the Lord. Even if maybe my relationship ain't that great, maybe your relationship ain't that great. Go find a prophet. Go find a servant of the Lord. Go find somebody in the right position and place to be able to 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 work with you, to pray with you. Because they said they prayed, they cried to heaven. I and I don't see a long time. You know, we don't see how much time happened. But guess what? When there's the time to speak, this is what we need to be speaking. Hezekiah didn't go to the king and be like, oh, well, what you talking about? Wait a minute. I'm king Hezekiah. My God is this. I could tell you about my, he didn't say none of that. He didn't even try to defend his God. Sometimes we need to shut up because we be calling ourselves defending God and we be, we be making a mess. we be making a mess. we be making a mess. God is big enough. He can defend himself. He don't need you to defend him amen say a lot on that one god don't need you to defend him what god says sometimes is, i need you to walk in the hush anointing because at the right time i'm going to tell you when it's time to speak and what you're going to speak and guess what you ain't speaking to your enemy you speaking to god you talking to your father, you taking everything you just heard, all of the stuff that they done said, all of the lies that they done released on you, all of the dirt they doing, you just, you just kind of taking a look. you know, you got your your little prayer card, and you write, oh, okay, you said this about, oh, and you said that, so I'm writing my notes, I'm writing my notes, so that you will know, uh, when I so I know when I go to prayer I know what I'm praying for I know when I go to prayer what I got to pray for see see look I, I and and my prayer is not necessarily gonna be Lord he said this that and the other I may look and say okay Lord let me get your word out let me get your word out let me get your word out see I got my prayer cards see these are my prayer cards and these are the word of God these are scriptures and then, now, and then I pull these down and I'll just start to pray over them. uh-huh I'll uh, be like Lord yes God in Mark 16 20 and they went forth and preached everywhere the lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following them lord god today i thank you that we're going to preach your word we're going to be reformers that encourage your people we're going to be reformers that that make sure that what comes from our mouths or what you have put in it we're going to be reformers working the work of the lord we're going to be reform reformers confirming the word and we're going to then have the evidence of signs and wonders following see sometimes you just got to pray sometimes you got have to say, let me pull out my prayer cards. First Corinthians 2 and 4, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Sometimes you just got to say, Lord, your word is a reminder that when I open my mouth, when I speak as your reformer, I'm going to preach. I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak what is pure, what is lovely, what is true. I'm not trying to give enticing words so that the ear can be tickled and the heart can be fancied. No, Lord God, I'm going to pray words that are words of your wisdom, not my wisdom, because when I do, then the demonstration of the Holy Spirit is what's going to show up and he's going to show up in power. Oh, you might say, well, let me keep it going. Zephaniah 317, the Lord thy God is in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love and he will joy over thee with singing. Sometimes you got to remind yourself, Lord, I thank you today because sometimes i just needed to be reminded huh, that even in the midst of the battle that lord god you are rejoicing over me you got a song over me you might need to say lord what's the song over me today today the song over me is repentance today the song over me is joy today the song over me is deliverance today the song over me is joy whatever it is god i thank you hey kind of i whoo so you got to be encouraged by your prayers, because when you go before the Lord, take your conversation to the right place. We've been having conversations in the wrong place. Our conversations need to be with the Lord. And when we go to prayer, he says this. See, when the reformer encourages, guess what? The Lord shows up. Verse 21. said, And the Lord sent an angel. Come on, somebody. He said, and the Lord sent an angel. What did the angel do? He cut off all the warriors, commanders, officers, all of them, everybody. He cut them off even before they got there. He cut them off in their camp. God is saying to us, you know what? Uh, The enemy might be taunted he might be telling you all kind of lies about who you aren't and what you can't do but god says when you come to me and cry unto me when you come and bring your prayer when two or more gathered in the midst of me i will be there that's why you need a prayer partner he said if two or more gathered there guess what he said when when you come to me and you begin to pray when you begin to release that concern to me i'm going to show up and when i show up he said i'm cutting them off even in the camp they ain't even getting to you. I'm going to cut them off before they get to you, before you have to fat, fat, fight them, before you have to battle. See, sometimes, yes, God will let us go into battle, but there's sometimes God says, no, I'm going to cut them off even before they get to you. I'm going to cut off the stuff. I'm going to cut off the lies. I'm going to cut off the, the, the intimidation. I'm going to cut it off where it is before it even come and overtake you. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And when the reformer encourages, guess what happened? The Lord will shame the devil. Ha. The Lord will shame the devil. This is what it said. This is not what I said. It said he went to the house of his God.
0: With the Lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: And what happened when the king went to the house of his god his own sons struck him down and killed him see god only allows your enemy so much access to you at some point you and i don't have to worry because the lord said i'm going to shut them down and i'm going to cut them down and he will allow the enemy to have to see all of the stuff think about it think about it all of the taunts of this king was about how your god can't do this and your god can't save but when he went into his house of his god his god didn't save him see you and i have to understand something our god is not a man made God. Our God is not uh, one that we manipulate. Our God is not one that we created. He has been, held, always will be and shall ever be. And he was there before we were. Uh, he shall, He was there. There was no beginning and there's no end to him. He is the creator of everything. Even if everybody don't want to acknowledge it, it really don't matter because he is the creator of everything. And he is going to do what? Verse 20 says, says so the Lord saved Hezekiah. Uh, and not only did he save him, but the same taunts that the enemy gave uh the the lord manifested differently what did it say at that last it said hezekiah uh was exalted in the sight of all nations not just his own all nations from that time on see that's why i tell you that's right alpha and omega that's why i tell you sometimes god said hush don't try to don't try to save yourself don't try to fix it because you're not gonna be able to fix it on the level that he is see Even if Hezekiah had talked back to this king, Hezekiah, because then he'd have been working from his own self, he could have got defeated. And then therefore what that king said could have come to pass. But because Hezekiah did not speak, Hezekiah waited on the Lord as a reformer. He says, I know what my assignment is. I'm not going to get distracted. See, the enemy sometimes comes and tries to distract us and to get us off on the wrong thing. Stop fighting battles that aren't your battles. Stay on the wall. Stay. Stay on the wall and build what God has told you to be. Yeah, you got a sword in one hand and, and, and you got a work tool in the other. But God is saying, work the work that I've told you to work my service and do what I've called for you to do. As you do what he says, then I will bring about the victory. If you have a prayer need, Put it in the comment. I pray this blessed you. Uh, Lord, I just thank you today as you have reminded us that as reformers, you have called for us to be strong Uh, in the face of adversity, in the face of the things that come, Lord, you have reminded us to be. uh, What does be mean? We must remain. Father, give us the ability to remain. Give us the ability to exist that our very being, our our life, our our function is in you. Help us to live out the life that you have called us to do. So help us to live strong. Help us to live courageous. Help us to live unafraid. Help us to live unintimidated. Lord, help us to remain in the places that you not only remain strong and courageous and unafraid or dismayed, but help us to remain, Father, in your hand and in your perfect love. Help us to remain in position. Lord, help us to not back down, back away, move over. Help us to stay in the places that you have called for us to be. Lord, I thank you today that as a reformer, we have been called to make change and father part of being a reformer means we got to be willing to deal with the resistance there's a resistance from the enemy that comes in anything you try to change any time you try to be a trailblazer anytime you're trying to push something that god said for the enemy ain't sitting back going oh wow they doing this so i just need to sit down no he's gonna come against you but i'm encouraging you today be strong. Uh, know that God is with you. Stay tough. Uh, stay resilient. Make sure that you are courageous. You're bold and fearless in the work that God has given to you. We come against anxiety today. We come against intimidation. Uh, the enemy tries to talk to you and say, you're not good enough. You don't have enough skills. You, you're not made for this. You can't, you can't resist this. He'll give you all kind of lies, just like this king did to Hezekiah, but he did not answer the lies. Uh, sometimes we got to stop listening to and answering the lies. And if we do, we need to take them to the Lord and say, Lord, the enemy says this about me, but I'm this is not who I am. So Father, help me walk in the truth of who you was called for me to be. Father, I pray for Frances right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for her marriage for a household, for her family, everything concerning her. Father, I thank you today that you help them to be, ha, help them to be the family you've called them to be, meaning they remain in your word and in your hand, that they exist by your spirit and they live out your purpose. Thank you, Holy Ghost, yeah, I love that. Lord, I thank you today that this family become the strong family uh, in many ways that you have already declared them to be, Father. Not saying they're weak, but Father, we know the enemy of our soul, he tries to find any crack. Uh, in the in the in the armor so to speak and if he can find a crack he tries to get in with discord and other things but father today we thank you for putting a hedge of protection around Francis's family we thank you Lord God not only for your protection of them but father I thank you for making them an example make them an example of your love make them an example of, of your power let them be a reforming kind of family a family that others can see and say these are change makers they are not just talking about change they are the change they're the change for now neighborhoods. They're the change for the house. They're the change on their job. They're the change in relationship. Let them be the change, Father, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I just thank you right now for all that you're doing in them in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for your servant Doris. Lord God, I thank you for praying. I pray for her household as well, God. And Father, I thank you that you touch every member of her family, Father. Lord God, I thank you right now that you touch those places that need to be built up. Just like Hezekiah saw that there was some cracks in the walls and they he had to build them up and they stood on the wall uh, to build it, to, to, to bring that security. So Father, wherever there needs to be a buildup, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you build up the the. The members of Doris's family Build them up in their confidence Build them up in their strength Build them up in their identity Build them up in who you have called them to be So they can walk out who you have called them to be They can walk it out with power They can be strong They can be unafraid and uh, Not intimidated by the lies of the enemy Father, I thank you for even your daughter right now I thank you for new strength I thank you for new strength That you are giving to Doris right now In the name of Jesus I thank you, Lord God with this new strength, uh, you are giving her the ability, Lord God, to speak uh, as the reformer of the house, to speak over her children, to speak over her, the, her her loved ones, to speak words, Father, that will encourage them to be able to stand in the midst of whatever they may face. And Father, in the midst of it, I thank and speak that over her, Father, that she be strong, she remain, exist, live in the strength of that you have given to her. I thank you, Lord, that you're making Doris tough, that she's that strong one, able to be resilient. I thank you today, Lord God, that you're making her courageous. She's able to be bold and fearless of the things that you have called for her to do. She'll do them unafraid and she will do them, Lord God, and she will not be intimidated by any lies of the enemy that tells her that she's too old or this is past her time. Father, I just speak new life into her in the name of Jesus, that there's a newness that you're bringing to Doris. God says there's a newness that he's bringing to you, to your preaching, to your words, that you are not outdated. That's what I hear the Lord say to you, uh, minister doors. You are not outdated. God says your word is still relevant. And so, Father, I thank you for the relevant word that is down deep in her belly. And so, God, we say thank you today. Father, I just thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for who you are. I thank you today that you have reminded us about who we are in your power. I thank you, Lord God, that you are reminded that you sing over us. Even as that, uh, there's a song over us today, Father, let us hear the song that you sing over us. Father, whatever that song is, that song of victory, that song of encouragement, that song of celebration. I hear the Lord said, there are some of you that think he's going to celebrate in this season. Ha, ha. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. See, the Lord told me that and i had to i had to get chest tired because he said in order for you to take the celebration you got to take your hand off of how the celebration supposed to show up thank you lord thank you lord thank you so god said for some of you this is the season he's going to celebrate you and you just got to let him do it you just got to let him do it you might not be comfortable with people saying stuff to you but that's okay he said just receive it because you have been obedient he said just receive it because you have done what what the lord has told you to do and father i thank you i just pray right now for pastor um Pastor Gamble. I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Pastor, I just hear the Lord say your faithfulness to him is without measure. And I thank you, Lord, for the faithfulness of Pastor uh, Gamble's, And I thank you, Lord, for his wife. I thank you for what you're doing in the midst of them, even in the church. I thank you, Father God, for just the outreach. There's a a greater outreach coming. And I hear the Lord say even the younger people will start to just be attracted. There's going to be like his spirit is just going to be to attract even younger people to come into the congregation, uh, because you have the heart for them. Hey, oh, Ooh, thank you, Jesus. I hear that about you, Pastor. You have a heart for the youth. You you have a deep heart for them. You have a desire for them to hear the word, learn the word, and live the word. You you were like, I'm not going to try to fancy it up. I'm not going to try to do no tricks and acrobats. I'm just going to give you the word the way the Lord says given And He says, your 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 delivery he said your delivery is what is needed in this season so pastor i just pray into that and i thank you lord for him his family and all that they're doing at the church i bless the leaders i pray lord god that you would help them all to get on one accord uh, and follow the vision and the visionary and to be that reformer for their community because god says he has planted you as a church and he wants the church to be that which is a reformer uh, so that people can come in and get changed even if they don't stay a long time it's like i see people come in i see like work going on them and some will stay but some will leave but god said that's okay that you were the filling station you were the the the, the manufacturing spot so to speak to manufacture the new them so that they can then go forth into the world so father i thank you for what you are doing in in the church with pastor gamble uh and his his entire church lord god i just give you the praise for that in the name of jesus father i thank you you are just an awesome god you are a wonderful father i thank you lord that that today you are giving us the encouragement and the reminder of who you are and that you are what we need and at the end of it all father just like hezekiah we're going to keep doing what you called us to do because we know in the end who got the victory so it don't matter what the enemy says god you get the victory it's in jesus name we pray amen and amen god is good god is good god is good so this concludes the lesson for february we'll be back um on uh the second with the new series and i forget the name of it but it like i said it's going to kind of still deal with a little bit of the reformer just a quick little um just a quick little um commercial if you will my next book of my children's books is out the church picnic dealing with differences Ah, uh, this is the third in the series. Um, it has just uh, published today on Amazon, and um, I love you too, Sister Doris. You are so welcome. Uh, amen, Pastor uh, Gamble. I appreciate that as well. So, you guys, just hey, this is how you could support me if you would, uh, even if you don't have any children. If you send somebody to my my uh, page, I'm gonna put it, put the link in the. Comment where you can go and even on Amazon and buy all of the books. Uh, There are three so far, there's a total of 16, and so the Lord has got me kind of putting those out um, one after the other. So, uh, either these books or any of my other books, I would just appreciate your support. And that the children's books are $9.99, so um, just really, really want to say thank you. So, you know what we always say, we're going to continue to pray until the mountains are moved. So God bless you Uh, until next time. Thank you, Pastor. And I'm gonna put that link in the comments. So thank you so much. Bye-bye, everybody.
0: My pleasure.